This is The Business of Life with Jan Arden and Arlene Dickinson, a weekly podcast and radio show. Listen to The Business of Life on demand by subscribing and downloading it wherever you listen to podcasts. On this episode... The feminist movement is different for everybody. Like, that's the thing about modern feminism. If you have whatever your issue is that you're bringing to, to level the playing field for women or for yourself... I think that's where it gets entangled because there's so many different ideologies. All coming up with Jan Arden and Arlene Dickinson. Jan. Arlene, hello. Once again, I'm coming to you from my home in Rockview County, but I'm not in bed this time. I'm actually sitting at my kitchen table. (laughs) So you've moved. Yeah, I just, I have moved. I just wanted to tell people that, you know, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Like technology is amazing. I want to talk about something today with you. It's been on my mind a lot. And I, I, I really have gone through varying stages of opinion and perspective on this topic. I'm scared. And well, no, I know you're going to have some really insightful thinking to share. But I, I wonder if you've also struggled with the concept of it. Because I've had probably of all the things I have said on my social media feeds, it is the place where people are vehemently um, can be very aggressive and and angry about you know a, a point of view that they don't always understand because it's Twitter, uh, as an example. But I'm talking about the topic of feminism mm. and, and being a feminist and what that means and and how you show up in the world and whether or not the world's view of feminism is changing, evolving whether we as women are getting better or more supportive of each other or less supportive of each other, and whether or not the word needs to evolve because the word itself has become attached to a perspective that is not actually encouraging what needs to happen, which in itself, me saying that, me saying if I go out to, if I went on Twitter and said I think the word feminist is wrong, I would get inundated with women who would shame me to say, well, how could you say that? Of course it's not wrong. It represents everything and equality and blah, you know, all that stuff. So I want to hear what you want to, what you think about it. And then let's, I'd like to chat with you about that. Well, I think people get tangled up in um, semantics a little bit with the word feminism, um, which is a noun, basically. And the definition of feminism in the dictionary I mean, there's a lot of dictionaries out there, but it's the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. Um, You know, about women's movements, women's equality, women's place in society, you know, pay grades, uh, you know, the, the their sexuality, the ownership of their own sexuality, the ownership of their bodies. I mean... It's a very broad ranging thing and women are hard on each other and they have very differing opinions on what feminine feminism means. I think to me, you know, I absolutely consider myself a feminist because I will always be advocating for women's rights for for the equality of women for women to be able to control their own bodies health their 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 wellness um i'm uh, a pro-choice person uh, that probably is part of feminism but i think just generally that that women need to be able to stand shoulder to shoulder with men 
in society and be paid the same and be respected the same and be seen as whole beings. Um, and you have to understand, you know, women have only even had the right to frickin' vote in the last 100 years. Um, the right to drive, the right to have an opinion, the right to be going to universities, the right to, I mean, this has all happened kind of since the Industrial Revolution. So it's very, if you look at a timeline in, you know, in, in the development of, of humanity, uh, where women have come from in the last hundred years is 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 nothing short of astounding. And yes, a long, long way to go. But, you know, there's still countries in the world where women can't drive. Women can't speak. Women can't have their faces showing walking down a street. Women can't go somewhere without being accompanied by a man. I mean, it where we live, Arlene, I, I don't know if we fully realize the extent of our freedoms. I mean, I live in a house by myself. My mother lived in her own house by herself on a piece of property west of Calgary um, until she passed away. And I said that to mom. I said, mom, we live like, like no other women on the planet. You know, we don't have male partners. Yeah, my dad was long since gone. We, we are making our way through the world in, in an unprecedented fashion. So there was my little rant. Yeah, no, that's that's a great take. And I, I, I'm certainly not advocating one way or the other. I just think it's a topic that needs to be discussed more because I think a lot of feminists and feminism as a as a as a as a way into equality um, is is associated with a lot of wrong things. It's associated with a bunch of mad women, you know, angry women that are protesting and 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 hating men and 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 kind of forcefully uh, trying to get to equality, which I, 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 in some respects, of course we need to be forceful to get to equality. We have to stand up. We have to be strong. But there's a lot of anger that's attached to it, which, and there's a lot of things that are attached to it that say that in order for a woman to win, a man has to lose, which I, I really don't mm. agree. I mean, the whole notion of feminism is, is at its foundation is equality. It is. It is about believing political equality, social equality, equality, economic yes. equality. And so, when you hear that, um, you know, in order for a woman to have power, a man has to lose power, which is completely the opposite of what feminism is trying to do. Um, it just it, it strikes me as that a word that is kind of now being associated with um, with the wrong things, and that the word uh, because if it is about equality, which it is. And it is about, um, you know, whether it's equality as uh, any gender uh, bias, whatever the gender. I, I feel like it's somehow being attached to to something negative, and and I, I don't like that because I I would say, you know, of course, at my heart and and, and who I am as a human, I I of course I believe in equality. There is there's nothing about that that I don't believe in. Um, but I, I worry sometimes, I listen sometimes that the first thing you hear, when the first thing you hear is, um, is that it's, it, it, it sounds like all men are bad and all men are doing the wrong things and all men are evil as it relates to equality. I don't like that either. I don't like that. I don't like that we have to say, we, we have to 
a stereotype everybody just like women shouldn't be stereotyped as angry feminists men shouldn't be stereotyped as but why is the word angry what what why why is the word anger I don't know. so attached with feminism because that, i think that, it started think about when it started well, who's who's angry are women angry about it or are the men angry about it i'm not i think that, that has never been clear to me so what part of wanting to be uh, an equal part of a, a, a structured society, what what part of that should anger anybody? I would think that men would want women to, A, you know, pull their fair share of the weight. I would like to think that, you know, men would on, on occasion like a door open for them. Like, I know this opens a whole can of worm, uh, worms in, in many ways that, you know, there's there's specific gender roles, and this is where the this is where it all goes sideways for me, is that women still really want a door open for them. They want to be asked to be married. They want to be asked to dance. They want to have men fulfill a very specific gender role in their lives. The strength, the you know, protection, the the uh, you know the the. I don't know, the, the money maker. There's still a lot of discrepancies, I find, that maybe that's where the anger stems from is because there's a lot of women that don't want that at all. They don't want any of that. And then there's women that consider themselves quite traditionalists that want equality, but they also want the doors open, the 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 coat thrown down over the puddle and all that stuff. So maybe I'm making really general sweeping statements, but I think that's where the confusion lies with men. And I'm just saying this in a general sense. I'm just being the devil's advocate and putting that out there. Yeah. I think that's where some of the confusion comes. Oh yeah, you women want this, but you also want this. So like, we're so confused. I know I'm making men sound really... Well, but that's, but, that's but that is, but that's, that's your man voice. Um, you know, Margaret Atwood, I don't know if you remember about a year ago, she was accused of being a bad feminist, you know, basically. Yes. And I read that, that yes, op-ed. On, yes, on yes. And she wrote a, a very, uh, of course, articulate, uh, well-expressed defense of kind of what her views are and why she takes them. And, and there was so much about what she said that I went, yeah, I get that. And I, and I um, again, not to agree or disagree, because I, I don't, what I want to have, and I think this is really important for the, the listeners of our show, is that this dialogue, whether you agree with anything we're saying or disagree with what we're saying, um, I think it's very important that there is a dialogue on these types of really heavy topics. Like, you know, why is the word, why, why is anger associated with feminism? Well, I think about anything that's changed in society, Jan, over decades has always started with an extreme. It's always started with the extreme of, you know, whether it's any sorts of rights for anybody, it's always started with protests or some form of uh, visual and verbal um, stand that people have stood up for something and they've had to be a bit angry and a little and, and vocal in order for it to be heard because mm-hmm. otherwise they wouldn't be wouldn't be an issue would it we would all just say oh let's no. just quietly talk about this nicely and let's have a cup of tea and talk about equality and everybody will be equal and ha, huh, that's great and could you pass me a cupcake you know I mean that's not <laughs> that's not real life you 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 need to have uh, you need to have the strong strength of and the ability to stand up and and talk about what's right but having said that 
at a, does at some point need to stop being angry and start being more mainstream? I, I think people need to kind of really go back in time to the beginning of things to to really get a grasp on, you know, like you were talking about how these things start, and and feminism started. You know, really, it was a, a basic thing. Women wanted to be included in human rights. Human rights. You know, the idea was put forward, like, in the early 18th century. There was, you know, a small group of women that actually were able to find the courage and find their voice to simply want to have human rights. So think about that. That It was a real, real basic platform. And I think it's been so complicated now. Uh, so many different factions. There's, there's, there's even different kinds of feminism. I mean, yes. people talk about, you know, like um, social feminine and well, yeah, cultural and, and, feminism and, and, and radical there, feminism. Yeah, th- I mean. Exactly. So, but, but at the heart of it, and I think that's where where I come from, where my certainly my platform, my belief system comes from is that I will always advocate for the equal rights of women and, and everywhere, not just in Canada, but I, 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 I try and have a voice for women that are in different countries. I try and involve myself in social media by, you know, responding to people or liking things that from, from women that are writing things in, in, in the Middle East, you know, driving cars for crying out loud being able to walk somewhere unescorted for crying out loud without without a man with them being able to walk around with their faces uncovered being able to not have their their feminal feminine general mutilation i mean that's that's part of feminism i mean that and i think that's where people just just get i, right. I don't know where the ire comes from but it, it's all the different types of feminism well, I mean, I think you just covered a wide range of topics there that um, really delve into the different roles that feminism can play in society relative to, um, you know, reproduction rights, uh, rights over your own body, rights about your your voice, your your votes, your your ability to um, be free to move around in society and 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 live in a in a way that's open and equal you know, driving cars, et cetera. And then there's the, then there's the equality as it relates to pay and as it relates to um, position, as it relates to authority, as it relates to power. And, and, and so these things, I, I mean, the, what's happened is, you know, there's, there's all of this kind of stuff is coming into under one umbrella, but it's actually very complex. And, but at the core of it is, is equality. At the core of it is this idea that yes. we all, we all, not the idea, the right, the human right, that we are all equal, no matter our gender. And this is where I get maybe a little bit hung up is I, you know, whether you're uh, trans or, you know, whatever, LGBTQ, whatever your, you know, how you identify, you know, whatever that is, equality is equality. It is not reserved for man against woman. It is equality for a human. And, and, this, and this is where I get probably hung up that the word has taken on this notion that it's only um uh, and i don't even know if i'm hung up as i'm thinking about it jan i i get i get frustrated with myself because i wish i could say it differently than i'm saying it i love that women are brave and are standing up for other women and i love that there are men that are standing up and are brave 
for other women, for women that are out there. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, well, you there's know, men it's not that call just themselves women. feminists. That's right. It's because it's not just women that are fighting <clears throat> for women. It is it is people fighting for equality, and I think that is the the um, the definer for me is that when I meet somebody who believes in human equality, then I believe I've met a human that is trying to do and treat everybody fairly and equally. When I meet somebody who just says, it's a woman, if you don't stand on the side of women and you're going to stand against men, I just, I can't relate to that. I don't stand against no. men. Many men have helped my career. Many men have made me feel equal. Many men have lifted me up and made me better. And so I don't like this man, men against women thing. And I use it as jokes sometimes in my speeches and I always feel kind of bad about that. So I'm going to stop doing that. You know, I'll laugh about, you know, um, you know, guys, but I think... I, I need to stop doing that because it's it's actually not fair. That's a rant. Sorry, that was a bit of a rant. Well, it's it, it's not a rant. I mean, I it's like you said. There's it's a it's a complicated web we weave because within you know under that word of feminism, you know, you hang that on a ceiling. This this word. Well, under that umbrella is myriad of things that. You know, people have their own idea of what feminism is to them. And and it's like you said, I, I've had so many amazing men help me in my life. Um, amazing humans help me in my life. Yes. But I, I you know, I just, my, my band is predominantly male. The people that I work with in my industry are predominantly male. Certainly when you are looking at road crews, you know, uh, the people that put up the sets and set the stages and do all the instruments and tr- drive the trucks and haul stuff around. I'm in a, in a very male-driven industry. And, you know, we're always trying to encourage, you know, women to get into that side of engineering and music and the technical side of music. And But, you know, what, what it comes down to is just, um, you know, people being made to feel welcome in those industries and I'm I'm finally starting to see like in this last five six seven years of my career I am for the first time seeing women in those aspects I'm seeing them running monitors I'm seeing them doing front of house I'm seeing more all female bands Um, I'm seeing women in in production things in studios like on the production end of stuff so it's really encouraging to see that happening now whether you want to call that a wave of feminism i just think the whole industry is opening itself up and well uh, women are and, and those gender roles they were gender specific roles too so now women are going into jobs that were deemed as male jobs in the 60s 70s in the 80s and it's not being perceived that way and that's young people that's young people coming up through the ranks and going no that's not a guy's job it's it's that that's that's for girls too. I mean, my friend, uh, my friend's uh, daughter just had a baby, and um, you know, there. When I was buying clothes for this baby, I'm thinking, I'm not just gonna buy like stuff that looks like guy stuff. I went into the girls' things and I found like little green sweaters, and I I didn't do that. I really caught myself, Arlene, going, I'm not gonna buy into that. I'm not gonna start these gender roles in this brand new baby that just got born in 2019. Yeah. So maybe that's part of my feminism. So Jan, you, you were talking to me about your industry and that you haven't seen um, very many women in it. 
and but you're starting to see a, a shift. And I think that mm-hmm. comes from obviously strong leaders like yourself who are showing up and demonstrating what a role model, what as a role model, what you can do, and that it, your industry is open to women. So it does take uh, does take the ability to stand up. The, the business, the industry I'm in, which is venture capitalism, um, as a venture capitalist, you would be shocked at how few women are in this industry. You Why? would be shocked by it. Um, I, I think there's something like... Well, first of all, there, there's of all the firms in Canada, they, they call you, you know, they bring in people who help run the uh, venture capital firms in can, in, in um, Canada and the U.S. or around the world. There are there are partners, and then there's the general partner. It's, it's it's a bit of a complicated industry. I won't get into it too much, other than to say that as a female general partner, as a woman who started a venture capital firm in Canada by myself, I will be in a I'm going to say maybe a 2% of the wow. entire country. And then if you take that on top of that, the women that... So I think I'm going to actually there's a stat. I think 14% of, of the partners in Canada's venture capital fen, uh, funds are women. 14%. And, and of that, if you took a hundred... If you took you know a billion dollars, what was invested in Canada in the venture capital world, only something like two percent again is actually invested in women-founded fu- companies. Like just, it's staggering. It's staggering that we are not backing financially the women that are out there in business who represent, by the way, 50% of the business. So we represent most of the business, or at least half of the business that's being started and 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 built but they those women cannot get funding so now you're finding that there's funds that are set up specifically to fund women which i struggle with because i i want it to be a meritocracy i want it to believe that you know if you have a great idea you can go to any venture capitalist and say i have a great idea this is why you should believe in me this is what i'm going to do with your capital this is how we're going to win together and you should get funded but the 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 fact is you're not and so then it requires women to start women you know we're only going to support women in business which i think is actually reverse um prejudice yeah. so then, uh, there, yeah. there, there's this there's this real uh I, I i'm very passionate about this because you know my fund uh which is is district ventures capital my fund that i have we have uh, we have funded 64 percent of our companies that we have funded have been female led companies we do not have a mandate to do that we didn't start out saying we're only going to fund, you know, we better fund 50% women. We started off believing that a good idea can come from anywhere, that it can come from a man or a woman. And that's and it, that it has it, to and that and it, you have to adhere to that, Arlene. Right. But look at the results. We've got, you know, more than half of the funding we've done has gone to female founders. And and I think this is because the bias is towards a good idea, not towards a gender. And it has to be. Right. And this is where we need to shift the thinking. And, and I think the reason that's happened um, is because I'm a woman. And so we're, it's full circle, right? It's, it's me saying we're going to, you know, we're, we're not going to think about this that way. We're going to think about a good idea. And then I have some great male 
partners who have come into the fund who absolutely do not apply a filter of gender. I can guarantee you they do not. They look at it and they say this is great. They've never had a conversation. Oh, can she do it? Is it you know this this is a woman? Do we money really talks or they have a money child? Talks. Oh my God, they've got a kid. How are they going to run their business? I have never had that uh. conversation, and and I'm so grateful for those guys that they think that way, and I'm so grateful that my fund is doing what it's doing. But it it's it's the exception to the rule, which is like your industry. It's sad, right? That that's the exception. But when someone is really great at what they do, whether it's the front of house sound, the monitor sounds, when they're a great lighting director, when they're they do great stage design. We don't care, I think, in the industry at all whether they're male or female. And we don't, everyone's got kids now. Like, uh, th- that doesn't even enter into it. People that travel in the music industry have to um, leave their families behind. That is full stop. That's part of this job. And women know that as, as well as men. I mean, I, um, I, I love what you're saying about, you know, these, that, that, the whole basis of the fund and how the fund works is based on a great idea. And it doesn't matter if it comes from a woman who is bound in a wheelchair or if someone who is uh, disabled, whether they have a disability, you know, n- none of that matters. So when you, when you look at a bigger picture of, of, of human beings that are bringing great ideas to the table, you guys don't care where those ideas come from no. you're looking at the monetary um adventure like can this make money can is this something viable and i love that and it, it does level the playing field no it's not about you being female no it's not about you being male no it's not because you're in a wheelchair this is a great idea and i think people have to really um adopt and cheer on that type of a system that's that's not based on anything but a meritocracy Yes, yeah. The value, the value of, uh, uh, the value of good thinking, the value of great ideas. Well, it, it turns out. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I sound like I've done something really quite amazing, but the fund, I, I, which of course I have, but the the fund is. Um, that was a joke. You didn't laugh. <laughs> That thank you. you I have. feel better. No, <laughs> um, but but the you fun, have the, the, the I, fund the fund invests in uh, food and health related businesses food and beverage and health and wellness related businesses and and for the most part men, much of the innovation in the food and beverage and health and wellness space is coming from female founders because they have been the caregivers the the you know they have they understand the nutritional side of it they 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 understand how to nurture both uh, physical and mental and f- um, uh, functional needs of our bodies, right? So I think they we, we probably have a bigger propensity towards women that are in this industry because this is an industry that women um, have been excellent at and, and done for, you know, millions of years, right? So I, I think we have the benefit of being in the space we're in, which is uh, an, an industry that actually welcomes and invites and celebrates the the and, and and that's not to say women belong in the kitchen I couldn't be further from the, what I'm saying I'm saying that women have um, great skill in the areas of food and health and and uh, wellness I mean that makes sense though to me too is that 
you know, having spent a lifetime in the kitchens over the last, you know, 200 or 300 years, um, I mean, th- those types of things make sense to me. But it, it's funny when you when you look at the food industry, it's so male dominated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, chefs, you know, if, right? Yes. The, the chef. So I always, I always kind That's of twisted my head. E- e- even as a young girl, I remember even looking at the programs that were really starting up on TV. I remember the Galloping Gourmet when I was a kid, um, and it was it was a man. And and then just seeing male chefs all the time, I thought, hmm, that's just not the model that I have been shown growing up in, you know, west of Calgary. All these mums baking and cooking and doing all this stuff and and that the whole male part of it was kind of elitist too that these men were in the kitchen and running these kitchens with an iron hand and mm-hmm. and just do you know what I mean the, again the I power still, thing where the power went to the the male chefs not the the women yeah which is you're right you're exactly right I think that's shifting for, though I think that's shifting oh it is you've got I mean, people like I, um uh, your friend, like our our friend uh, Lynn, right? Lynn Crawford. Lynn Crawford, our, our friend. Oh, who, she's an she, empire. She's, she's an a empire. mogul. Yeah, she's been on multiple television shows, and she demonstrates. I mean, it's but like, Julia, Julia Child. Julia Child. And, and, yeah. I mean, when you look at Martha Stewart, who has, you know, single handedly run this empire, but she, with 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 Martha comes a lot of male problems. I mean, obviously, it's no secret she spent time in jail for. Um, <laughs> you know, for kind of manipulating the stock market and, and insider trading. And, and I think that's what it was, wasn't it, Arlene? You would yeah, know probably yeah, better than me. Yeah, it was insider um, trading. But, I mean, she had a lot of male traits. You know, a lot of things that, 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 that she did, women looked at her like that's something that a man would do. So it, it's um, she's considered quite, she's considered tough. She's considered... Uh, really bossy. She's considered. Oh, I hate you know, you that. I hate that. Uh, if you're a strong that, woman, you're bossy. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. But but those are all the those are all the remnants of I think, um, you know, the feminist movement has it's if the feminist movement is different for everybody. Like that's the thing about modern feminism. It, if you have whatever your issue is that you're bringing to to level the playing field for women or for yourself, I think that's where it gets entangled because there's so many different ideologies. So you say there's a lot of ideologies, and I agree that. I mean, I, but I want to just... Well, depending on what, what country you're in. Like, yes, like exactly. Really, so and, we're, and we're talking really North America and, here. Yeah, so it, it, that's, that's where I think the problem lies too, is that depending on what country you're in, feminism is going to be a completely different thing um the, what we're dealing with in western society is the minutiae of feminism now and who gets to call themselves a feminist that's what drives me up the goddamn wall yeah. is, well if you don't if you don't do that then you're not a feminist or if you do that then it's just it's petty yeah you know it's just like this i wanted to talk a bit about you mentioned a word the the word bossy and what i get a lot of um is Instead of saying, you know, you're a strong leader, you're, you're bossy. Or instead of saying that you, you know, you, you express your opinion and we understand where you stand, we get you're intimidating. 
Um, oh, intimidating is a word I get all the time on. You know, the reason you're, you know, your you reason you don't, uh, guys don't want to approach you for a oh date, Arlene, is because you're intimidating. I want to just like, are you kidding me right now? I'm intimidating. Like, so they don't want to ask me out on a date because I'm intimidating. That's like, that's like, uh, it's, that's like a negative. Like, I don't think. But, it, but for lack of, it just comes from not thinking up something else and i think yeah, it's that, the real truth feel better they, they aren't attracted to you or they don't like you oh or they don't want to you know, whatever it is no but i'm saying the real truth is is better than words like i, I mean the bossy thing drives me i i, I can't I, I i hate that i hate that whole thing I, I hate that whole thing i don't know why it just irritates me because i don't you rarely hear a man described that way that's, that's good in business that they're bossy or they're intimidating oh, there's, there's or they're they're icy. They're ice queen. They're an ice queen. That's the other one. Oh, she's such an ice queen. Right? Well, I mean, it's it's semantics, but it's still hurtful stuff. It's still things and, and you know, words and that, that define women in this negative sense. And you're right. The, the same things could be used on a man that are completely acceptable. And that's the whole gender identification thing that comes in to how we run our businesses again you know males are perceived much differently than females in exactly the same roles um, and I think for the most part there's been so many studies done you know over the last 30 40 50 years about male bosses and female bosses and how they're perceived differently and that for the most part the great majority of people would rather have a male boss than a female boss. Really? Yes. What? Where? Do, that's in a study you heard? It, no, uh, my my friend Lisa's doing it as her. Th- it's her thesis, and she's doing a, a master's uh, in. Uh, well, she's in HR, but she's just doing a master's degree on gender identification in 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 the workplace. And she, we just went over this the other night, and I sat there and I I looked at her eight minute presentation, and I was like, oh my god! And then we got into this big debate. There was four women and one guy we'd gone and had a meal together and i feel bad for my friend Teresa's husband because you know he was defending himself he did a really great job but all the women there were saying all the women at that table were saying they would prefer to have a male boss and prefer to work for a man that they found women difficult to work for really and then lisa and then lisa's like let me show you this study i wish i'm going to get all the names from her that of the people that did these studies but it was they would just prefer the, to work for a male boss because they would, they, why i don't, I don't know. I, 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 like I, I just that just that blows just, my mind that, that i that know goes, everything so in other words everything we've just talked about which is equality and it shouldn't you shouldn't be pushed down and everyone yep. should like blah all that stuff all that stuff we just said is bullshit because at the end of the day people would rather work for a man Come on, I'm like just that's saying, a so base this that's, is, that just blows my mind. Like, no, I'm gonna, <laughs> I am going to send you Lisa's link to her thesis, and it's not because it it is just, um, you know, we all sat there in silence after she did her, this the presentation. We watched it on a PowerPoint on her computer, and every you know, my friend Teresa and Bev, she's like, yeah, we had a female boss at blah 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 for a while, and and it just was. But that's a thesis. That's not based on. She hasn't done research on. That's just an idea she has. Well, they, she based it on a lot of research from a lot of just a, a lot of very intelligent men and women that had 
been looking at these issues for really? you know decades. I just no, I just I refused. I okay, she, I but she from I me, need to have a I chat. would rather no, I know, but I would myself. I find it easier to work with men on the road. So I'm going to just put myself out there. I find it much easier. I and I've said this many times in my career. Coming in my career, you know, coming up the last 30 years, I've had people ask me all the time about, have you had that hashtag Me Too moment? Have you had the hashtag, you know, Time's Up thing? And like, what are your experiences in the music? I've been very lucky that way. I've never had any kind of sexual weirdness in my entire career. And that is the truth of it. What I have suffered from was the, the female people that I worked with, whether it was in marketing or uh, publicity, they were so difficult. And I mean across the board difficult. From uh, the, And the men I never had those kinds of problems with. The women were petty. They uh, admonished me for the clothes that I was wearing, for, you know, a myriad things that were just s- silly things that men never even considered they didn't even look at it they didn't even bring it up so yeah I've had a lot of negativity from women in my career and that's the truth of it and believe me um, it's really made me acutely aware of how I wanted to treat women how I wanted to treat people in general as I gained in my own success in my own company that I'm very very aware of my behavior and that I really always try and be encouraging and especially with women um because i i don't know arlene this may get me into trouble but this is the this is my truth i had a lot of trouble with women coming up in my career not men not men at all i don't think i mean listen if that's your truth and that's what happened it shouldn't get you in trouble it's your truth i mean at, at the end of the day though i do think that you have had um you haven't had to i want to let me just probe a little bit you have had either agents representing you and kind of fronting the conversations you need to have with people and diffusing some of the challenges and the negotiations and the issues you haven't had to deal with that as much yourself because you've either had an agent or an assistant or somebody doing that who has helped kind of inure you from really yes that, and no because okay. I had my own management company for 10 years I ran my own management company I worked with a manager earlier on I worked with them for 10 years very early in my career then I did my own thing for 10 years so you were doing all the negotiating a, uh, for yourself well, you know for the most part yeah I was you know dealing with the offers and stuff but I actually I employed two women I had two full-time women and a full-time guy in my office so, and I made a conscious effort. I, I made a very, very, you know, I, I thought about it. No, I need, I want a woman. I want, I want women running this, this company. And she did an amazing job. We just kind of, she had kids, you know, and, and wanted to go a different way. And I totally understood that. And I was totally up for it. And, um, uh, and then, and now I'm with Bruce Allen. So that's been, you know, the last 12 years with Bruce. But, you know, there, I, I have, you know, done lots of negotiation in my life and I'm never left out of these, I'm never left out of the equation, you know. When, no, when I that's do not something, what I meant. That's not what I meant. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean that you're not involved. I just, I just think there is a difference between some, you know, like there are things, um, 
Yeah, the, I, I just think it's it, it, it's with all the things that we have going on, it is sometimes easy to be misconstrued. And, Very much so, and, and so I and I and I think it also you do kind of you can come across as harder and more you know um, uh, difficult simply because you're trying to get stuff done and you can you can be shorter in your emails you can be shorter in your conversations than you perhaps want to be and I think you do get and and I and I think it's good that you're protected from some of that now I think it's good that oh, Don you gosh. know that that his office does that stuff for you and I just I don't I'm deal jealous with of any it. of it right that's yeah, what I'm I saying don't... I'm envious of that because I I still do I don't have an agent um I never have I, had I an mean agent. I have I have agents, I have so many people, but, you know, Bruce is absolutely so amazing. Uh, Joe Falloon at my office, he's he's got eight women at the office, but I'm uh, I'm, I'm just grateful end. all the time for that. Yeah, yeah, no, Bruce is great, you're, you're, you're lucky. And, and he's, but, 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 and, but here's, here's, just, just, in, I don't know how much time we have left, like about but a here's a really, a okay, well, let me finish with this, because this is really positive. Having said all that, I Bruce Allen's office. Bruce doesn't employ any men. Bruce has eight women in the office that are my day-to-day people. Bruce Allen finds them absolutely more efficient. He thinks that that the workspace is cohesive and and harmonious. That that everyone gets done. Everyone's on time. That everybody gets along. So you know, and this is a guy that's one of the most successful managers on the planet. He's uh, Michael Bublé, one of the biggest stars on the planet. Brian Adams, biggest star on the planet. I mean, little old me in there. I mean, I'm grateful every day that he's working with me. But I'm just saying that as an antithesis to what you know, everything I've just said. They are the greatest women. They are so supportive of me. My experience now is much different than it was, you know, 20 years ago when I was starting. Much, much different. I see a difference all the time in how women are supporting me. So I'm seeing the changes. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in real time. And my dog is barking. But you can tell that I'm in my house. Um, so yeah, big big changes in the last 20 years, Arlene, and yeah. and positive changes. And and I think and and to that, um, let's just end there because I believe that. And I want to say thank you to the strong women that are out there who have the courage to lead and have the courage to show up and be leaders amongst all the noise and amongst all the sometimes difficult situation, situations mm-hmm. and amongst um, the, the negativity that can happen as you try to push forward whatever your career is, whatever your industry is, whatever your, your um, opportunity is, to be able to stand up and speak for equality is a privilege. And, uh, and I think it's something that we can do more and more of. And, and I hope that this conversation has made you all think, as it's really made me think. And Jan, I, I love that you share your truth. And thank you for doing that always so openly with me. I, I really right appreciate it. Right back at you. Thanks, Jan. Every week. We're going to be here, ladies, every week. And men. Ta- yep. <laughs> Talk to your friends. Talk to your friends. Talk we love you guys. Yeah. We need you. We do. We love your, we love everything. And, and we love all, all our your parts, male all friends. All your bits and parts and pieces. No, not all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's you. I, okay. Hey, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Business of Life with Jan Arden and Arlene Dickinson, a weekly podcast and radio show. Subscribe and download The Business of Life wherever you listen to podcasts.